0: Okay, good morning. I feel very much this morning like my cup is very full. It's my favorite sort of morning where we get to celebrate the children and young people. And then also, oh, it's cut out. It was the blue one, the blue one better. You think it's going to... There we go. Okay. Um, And then what an amazing chance to hear you guys uh, worshipping and serving us in that way. Now, uh, you got... Can I just say, in my defence, there's going to be a lot more reference to the young people, so I wasn't just uh, walking on by that. What I've got for you guys is... um, you know, I know that different people find it easier or not so easy to engage in talks. I've got some talk bingo for you, right? Okay, so you have to listen out for the words. And if you hear those words, you can cross it off. And the first person to, to, to get it, you can shout bingo. You have, full in, you have my full permission to interrupt me. And I think Sarah might have grabbed some pens. But here they are. And also, any adults, if you feel like this would help you, it's fair game. Okay. brilliant so ooh, great there is a prize um, so if you're new with us this morning perhaps you're visiting uh, to come and see the young people or maybe you've just joined us over the last few months what we've been going on a journey as a church over the last few years really and uh, in 2020 2021 we were uh, kind of hearing from God, working out what it was that our vision was to be for New Community. And over the last year or two, we've been trying to see how we implement that vision. And so today we're taking a break in our series on the parables, and we're going to be thinking about discipleship, what it means at New Community Church to be a disciple of Jesus, And what that pathway looks like for both new believers and for all of us, because we're all disciples. And what greater opportunity to demonstrate discipleship than this morning. Mikey and his team have worked really hard over many months or years to develop the young people to get them to the stage where they are able to serve us in the way that they have this morning. But it hasn't just come easily. You have all had to put in effort and hard work and training, just like an athlete. And that's what discipleship is about. It's about training. When uh, When we first came up with the discipleship pathway, I think it was five years ago, our heart really was to see our children and young people become lifelong followers of Jesus. And what a beautiful example to see Evie, who is kind of leaving our children and youth work, and just the faith that you have and the faith that you're able to pass to others. And I know that you'll go to university and you will bring seeds for the kingdom and you'll scatter them and uh, there will be great fruit because of you, Evie. And uh, so that, that's really the heart. And what better way to disciple than invest in our children and young people? Um, This is a shameless plug. We are always in need of children and youth team and I really believe it's an amazing way for us to learn how to disciple and also uh, I'm sure you will see the fruit of the effort that you put in. So if you'd like to join the team, it's subject to safer recruitment, but do go and speak to Sarah. It's a great way to serve. It says in Psalms 145, Verse 4, let each generation tell its children of your mighty acts. Let them proclaim your power. We've recently had a good example of this in our family. There's been a family medical issue that we've recently found out about, which has been a bit of a surprise to all of us. Um, but I was in the car with one of the children a little while ago, And they were sharing with their friends, this can be healed, Jesus can heal this, can make it better. And I just was blown away by the faith um, that that was their initial reaction. What we tell our children and young people and those less mature in the Christian faith and other believers It does make a difference and I know that that child has had family members and church family and children and youth team feeding into their lives. And now they are proclaiming the power of God. You see, young people, over time, what we want for you is to pass our faith as parents and as a church on to you. Um, we can see that you're already becoming independent in your faith and you're nurturing your own faith. And it's just like you might be learning to cook or you might be learning to put up tents (laughs) or take down tents, I think, in this regard. You're becoming more and more independent. And as a church community, we want you to grow in knowledge of putting up tents because that is a youthful life skill, but also a knowledge of your faith that you're able to pass on to other people. You've probably heard of the wisdom, give a man a fish, there we go, give a man a fish and you feed him for a day, Uh, but teach a man how to fish and you feed him for a lifetime. And that really encompasses kind of what I want to talk about this morning, that we don't want to be a people, a church that just feed people a fish, and that's all right for one time. But we want to equip and train people so that they are able to sustain their own relationship with God, but also able to pass that on. So it says the dictionary definition of a disciple is a follower. Of Jesus, a follower of a teacher and in our case a follower of Jesus. Sometimes we've used the word apprentice haven't we to describe that in the past so you have a apprentice plumber or an apprentice electrician well we're also learning how to be followers of Jesus but we do it on the job we don't we don't just sit in a room and learn we, we have to live it out and practice and the aim is, as Paul encourages us, to become mature, to not be feeding off milk like babies, but to be mature and be able to eat substantial food. John Mark Comer explains that to be a disciple of Jesus means to reorganize your entire life around the goals to be with Jesus, become like Jesus, and do what Jesus did. It's complete transformation. And that's what we want to see as discipleship here at New Community. We're going to have a look at a couple of verses in Matthew to unpack this. So the first one is Matthew 4:18 to 20. One day, Jesus was walking along the shore of the Sea of Galilee, and he saw two brothers, Simon, also called Peter, and Andrew, throwing a net into the water, for they fished for a living. Jesus called out to them, Come, follow me, and I will show you how to fish for people. And they left their nets at once and followed him. They completely reorganized their life. They dropped their nets, their old way of doing things, and they turned and they went towards Jesus. They not only went towards Jesus and followed him, but they knew that this wouldn't just be Following Jesus but there would have to be action from them they, they, they needed to learn how to fish for people. In Matthew seven twenty four to 26 we read this a few weeks ago as part of our parable series it says anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise like a person who builds their house on solid rock through though the rain come in torrents and the floodwaters rise and the winds beat against that house It won't collapse because it's built on bedrock. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish, like a person who builds a house on sand. When the rains and the floods come and the winds beat against that house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. I think often as Christians we think, well, if we come to church on a Sunday and we hear uh, the word of God, then, then that, that's enough, that, that's our Christian, that's what it means to be a Christian. Being a Christian isn't about coming to church on Sunday, although that does help. It's about obeying what we hear. So when we're in our quiet times, or when we're uh, here at church, or when we're with other people, in hubs, and communities, when we hear what it is that God's saying, we do something about it. We obey it. So discipleship is learning and doing something about it. It's it's obeying. Anthony Delaney is, uh, I I like what Anthony Delaney says because it's usually quite simple and so that helps me. Uh, Quite simply he says the discipleship is know, grow, go. And that's quite an easy thing for us to remember discipleship as no fancy words. We need to know, we need to learn what it means to know God, to be in relationship with him, to truly know him, to love God. We need to grow. We need to grow in the fertile soil that is community. Here on a Sunday, in hubs, in pattern groups, in one-to-ones, we need to grow alongside other people and we need to go, go and make disciples. It's a very simple equation and it really nicely aligns to our our actions to love God, love one another and go and make disciples. Our discipleship is more than learning, it's actively training to become like Jesus. We need to train how to mature and to sustain our relationship with Jesus and constantly reorder our life is a constant process. It's not just a one-time turning to be in line with Jesus. And then we teach others to do the same. Just hear that, though. It's not a, I become really mature, and when I'm really mature, then I can go and tell. It happens at the same time. We need to train and equip one another to fish for people and not just be fed The knowledge that we have is really good and it's really important that we do learn. I'm not trying to diminish that. But if we just know, 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 we'd end up becoming fat Christians. Because, there we go, that was a bingo. No, it's not quite. It's an important one, I need to say that. We We don't give out the things that we're learning. We need to know and then give out. The other day, uh, we were making cakes As a... F- no, there's one in there that you haven't got. I'm sure. Oh, no, it's the whole sheet. Oh, sorry. I might, I, I'm not used to playing bingo. I, I don't play bingo. Sorry, it's the whole sheet. Got to have the whole sheet. Sorry, I made out the rules as I go along, like Sarah. Um, okay, so where was I? Cakes. Cakes. We were making cakes as a family and um, one of the children had done a fantastic job of totally making the cakes themselves and I'd been cooking a roast dinner as well. It got to after dinner, it was about 8 o'clock, I'd been in the kitchen quite a few hours and they said, well, now we need to ice the cakes. I did not wants to ice the cakes. And I did make that quite clear. I'm sorry. Um, And uh, so I just thought, right, that's fine. I'll just make it. And so I made this icing and passed it over and said, you ice them. And they did. But that's a really good example of absolutely terrible discipleship. Because what I did was I I just fed them the fish. I, I just said, here you go. I didn't teach or equip or show how to make icing, and so the next time that we come to do that, I'll have to teach from scratch. And so although it might have been quickest in the short term, it wasn't very quick in the long run. We need to pass on our faith and our knowledge to other people. It's really important. Now for the mathematicians amongst us, uh, multiplication is much more powerful than addition, right? BODMAS. No, that's, maybe that's not quite right. Um, so here, so, so this is one of us, and we're passing our faith to, for example, three people. I'm not limiting it to that. But we pass our faith on, and um, then if, if in turn one of those people passes their faith on to the next person, we've got six people knowing about faith, but yet no more effort. And if that keeps on going, if we all pass on faith, then loads of people keep going. The next one. Yeah, loads of people get to hear about Jesus and the person in the middle, the next slide, is happy because they're still just passing faith on to a few people. I'm not trying to limit it, I'm just saying that that that's the sustainable way of doing it. Um, But if instead one person just is the only person to feed, to just feed, and no one else passes on anything, then you end up like this and eventually... That happens, it's just too much. It's too much for one person to do that. So it's something that we can all own. If we all own passing on faith, then we will see more and more people come to know Jesus. And this is really where the discipleship pathway comes in, which is what I want to briefly introduce to us this morning. It provides some of the tools and some of the trellis to help us learn to become mature followers of Jesus and also for us to fish to make new disciples. It's for everyone. It's not just for people that are new to faith or might be interested. It's for all of us because we all want to grow in maturity. Discipleship is a lifelong process. It doesn't stop so we could summarize it as a dynamic resource that gives us the tools that we need to make growing disciples it's a fishing net it's not a fish it's a toolbox now this is really quite an administrative thing in many ways for me to say I want it to be really obvious that if somebody comes to faith or somebody is interested in faith or someone wants to grow in a certain area, each one of us can say, oh, okay, I need to go to the discipleship toolbox and they're going to need the prayer course or they're going to need a mentor or they're going to need to go on the alpha course. It's really visible and obvious to all of us. It's a trellis. It's a way to help us grow. I put up my first piece of trellis this weekend, which I was very proud of, for my climbing plants to grow. The trellis doesn't make things grow, but it helps. We need to put in the work ourselves, but this is just something to help. And it's dynamic. It will change because, of course, there's so many good resources out there. At the moment, there's fantastic prayer course and Bible course, but perhaps in a few years' time, there'll be something else that's fantastic. So it will change. It's not going to set in stone. So it's going to be to follow those things. Know, grow, go. Let's have a look at know. Okay, so if someone's new to faith and they haven't done Alpha, we'd really recommend that. And then we'll have early steps of discipleship, which we're developing at the moment. And then the Grow Hubs, which many people uh, are are offering to lead, which is fantastic. I'll talk about those in a moment. And then there's also WTC. We heard from Freddie last week. If you want to uh, develop and deepen your knowledge of Scripture, that is a great place to do that. So going into more detail on those Grow Hubs, there's really five areas that we felt were really foundational for all of us to have for faith to help us grow. And that is the Bible, prayer, talking about Jesus, emotionally healthy spirituality, and gifts of the Holy Spirit. And so in September, we're gonna kick off with, we're not gonna do them all at once because that wouldn't work. We're gonna kick off with the Bible course and with deployed. Now, Deployed is going to be ran by Dan and Claire Keating. And this is a supernatural evangelism course for us to learn about how to speak to our friends and people we know about Jesus. It's going to equip us to be people that can fish in various different circumstances. But discipleship is not just about growing to learn what it means um, to... Uh, be in church it's also about everyday life and so other grow hubs yeah green is not the best one is it is there there might be things on the workplace or marriage or parenting front lines bereavements or the omega course different things that will help us along life life's journey and of course WTC there again grow I won't dwell on grow for too long I'm passionate about us being in community. Uh, If you want to be accountable with one another, then form pattern groups or one-to-ones. We'll be launching hubs in September. And we're here to celebrate every Sunday morning together. Growing in the context of community is important. And then go. What are we going to do to help us make disciples? Well, there's going to be the learning aspect to that. So I've just talked about Grow Hubs. There's also going to be opportunities for us to practice that, so Grace goes out uh, into the park, and that's a great way for us to learn on the job, to apprentice. Um, And also, excitingly, we have our away day, which is in November, November the 11th, pop that date in your diary. And we've just had confirmed that we've got Phil Knox coming to speak, and that's going to be all about us sharing our story with people, about knowing Jesus and sharing Jesus with our friends. So we need to learn, but then we need to activate. So how are we going to activate? Well, we've got transform hubs. So that's working, in, working with uh, international people, working with Spanish-speaking people. That's... Um, Showing these are places that are specifically targeted for certain people groups, reaching them for Jesus. There's our young people. We have club night once a month, and that's a great opportunity, as they've been singing this morning, for them to invite their friends along. We love our city in various different ways, through Community Cafe, the SO14 Hub, Hope Community School, hope into action these are all very practical ways of us if we're not sure how to start activating some of the things we're learning these are easy access points for us to say oh I'm going to come along and serve at that Um, and so these are the various different things that we do that we can do to activate our faith so the discipleship pathway it's hard to describe, I've struggled to describe the word discipleship because it is so all-encompassing. If you were to think for a moment to describe what a tree is and what a tree does, even that alone would be tricky. It is hard for me to communicate everything about discipleship. But let's see the pathway as this, a toolbox to help us in our growth to become mature independent disciples of Jesus who in turn make disciples. The hope is that it will give each one of us, every one of us here, the tools and resources that we need to grow as individuals ourselves but also to know what to do when we see our friends come to faith in Jesus. We do really want to be praying and have faith that we see a harvest of people come to know Jesus. But we need to be ready. The nets need to be ready. And this is one of the ways that I think will help us. We need to be equipped, trained, and not caught off guard. So let's be a church who doesn't just give people fish, but helps them do a 180 to turn from that to that, I must have missed a word, Um, (laughs) I don't think it is yet. We want to teach people to learn to fish for themselves. And I'm very excited because in a moment the young people, will be coming back up to sing that song, Phenomena, again. And I think if you look at the words, this is genuinely true. They are so excited about what it means to be part of their community that they do want to invite others, and that's what I've seen. And what a great example to all of us as a church in the way that you proclaim Jesus, you invite your friends, and... um, Yeah, the example that you are to us in making disciples. Thank you, young people. I've clearly missed a word, so what is it? What was it, Ephesians? Um, Okay, so young people that are part of... I need to work out how I'm going to judge that in a moment. But young people that are part of the band, you're going to come up, I think, and lead us in a final song.